Hello, everyone. Today is a really special day. It is the launch, the publication, the debut, the release of my book. I am so excited. I hope you have ordered your copy or it has already arrived. If you haven't, please head over to readfearless.com to pre-order it. Well, not even pre-order it. Order the damn thing or wherever books are sold. And I hope you enjoy a little bit of this audio snippet from the book, which you can also get on Audible. Thanks for supporting. Rule number 20, forget about balance. Optimize your life for you. Did you hear the one about the working mom with three kids? No, you didn't. She's the last person on earth who has time to mess around with a bad joke like this. When it comes to women in work, one of the biggest buzzwords of our time is balance. Why don't guys get asked how they're balancing everything? Whoever got that term to start trending never tried to divide the 24-hour day between a family that needs you 18 hours a day and a job that requires teams in 12 time zones. I gave up on ever trying to achieve balance a long time ago. We all have a variety of roles and passions, and it's that combination that makes our lives rich. It's also what makes balance unattainable, and it's why I strive for life design instead. As an entrepreneur and a mother and a woman with a life outside of those two things as well, balance just seemed like a losing proposition from the get-go. Balance comes down to how you prioritize your personal and professional lives and how much one crosses over into the other. For me, they are both equally important as they cross over constantly. My family is life. My work is life. Instead of trying to balance the two, I've just come to terms with the fact that I need to be flexible. Presence is the present. One summer, we took a family vacation a month before Fashion Week. The timing couldn't have been worse, but it was the only window in the calendar where Gavin's schedule, the kids' school schedule, and my schedule sort of lined up. We hadn't taken a trip together in ages, and I thought the change of scenery would energize us all before we had to return to our regular day-to-day. Cut to me working the entire trip. One night while I was putting Bowie to bed, she said, Mommy, you're not really acting like my mommy right now. I felt like I had been punched in the gut. She was right. I'd been attached to my phone or hiding behind my laptop for days. I apologized to her and told her that in two more days, I would be back to being her mommy again. It was awful. When you're trying to do it all, days when you feel pulled in a million different directions are inevitable and unavoidable. And ultimately, they're reminders to make sure that your priorities, whatever they may be for you, are in check. The day before the Female Founder Collective's biggest event of the year, my son Luca woke up with his face half swollen. I couldn't take any more time off. My other son Nico had just had major surgery five days earlier, and I still hadn't had a moment to catch up with everything that I'd had to hit pause on while I was fully focused on him. I was panicking not only as a parent, but also as the founder of a nonprofit that needed me to be present for this event with over 300 guests confirmed to attend. When it was determined that Luca would need a major dental procedure, I was torn. The timing was terrible. Gavin was at work shooting a commercial several states away, and I hated the idea of my son being in pain and neither of us being there with him. This is where I had to choose between my son and a cause I believe in. Thankfully, someone close to our family stepped in to help out, and I knew Luca was in good hands. As a leader, you can't expect your team to take on what you know is your responsibility. And as a parent, your job is to be there for your children at all times. In that moment, 
these two realities clashed for me. And balance was the last word I wanted to think about. The awful feeling of not being with Luca stayed with me all day, but I was constantly on the phone consoling him. In between coordinating with the dentist and keeping it together at work to do everything we needed to do to prep for our peak event, I kept reminding myself that he was in good hands, and I knew it was true. For us working parents, it's common to want to do it all. We want to make the cute little bento box lunches with the sliced apples that look like rabbits and a rainbow of chopped veggies. We want to take the meeting and do the deal and nail the interview. But sometimes we dial into a video conference with baby food on our sweatpants. And that's just the reality of it all. The only way I could find my way through being pulled in so many different directions was to accept my feelings about my work life and my family life and to know that sometimes I was going to feel rotten and that things would feel like they just sucked. I just had to get comfortable with the fact that I was going to spend a fair amount of time feeling guilty. Guilty that I wasn't with my kids when I was at work. Guilty I put last night's pizza in their lunchboxes. Guilty I had to reschedule a call because I needed to get my baby to nap. There's no winning. There is only going with the flow. If you start to feel those guilty feelings creeping in, remember that you don't have to be perfect. You just have to do your best. 